0: Mysteries brought to you by Bromo Seltzer.
1: Five headaches, three ways. Brom is out, the brom is out, the brom is out, the brom out, the brom out.
0: your host to welcome you in through the creaking door. Now, come in, come in. Don't be shy. Just put your best foot forward and be sure nobody bites you. <laughs> After all, as one werewolf said to the other, we'll have a howling good time. The trick is to keep your spirits up, or maybe in the inner sanctum to keep them down, hmm? <laughs> Tonight's Inner Sanctum Mystery, Death's Old Sweet Song, is an original radio drama written by Lou Vittis and stars Mercedes McCambridge in the role of Feg and is presented by the Emerson Drug Company of Baltimore, Maryland, whose registered pharmacists compound that speedy, refreshing headache help in the familiar blue bottle, Bromo Seltzer. <laughs> now for our little slice of life. Nothing fancy, just a couple of murders and a few pints of blood. <laughs> it's an old house on a side street. All the rooms are dark except one where an old man sits. writing. Here I am, an old man in a dark house. An old man almost ready to die. But not yet. Not yet. Outside in the street an organ is playing Love's old sweet song The windows are shuttered and locked The door is heavy and bolted from the inside I'm safe There are three of them who want my money They're young, I'm old They want me to die They cannot wait, they think But I'm clever And they will have to wait Hey. Hey. You, don't come closer. Don't. What are you going to do? That poker, no. I'm, I'm very old.
2: I'm, I'm very old. I shall die very soon anyway. Put that poker down. I don't want to die this way. I don't want to... Uncle Pete, Uncle Pete, it's me, Peg. Uncle Pete,
1: oh,
2: it's open. Uncle Pete, where are you,
1: huh? Uncle Pete, oh no, no, no. Uh, Uncle Pete, Who is
3: it? Mrs. Orenson Oh, don't, don't come in What on earth is the matter, Peg? What are you doing with that poker? Poker? In your hand Uh, I don't know I don't know how I got there Where is Mr. Peter? I
1: thought
3: Get out of the way, Peg
1: Good Lord.
3: I didn't do it,
2: Mrs. Sorensen. I found him like that. Honestly, I did.
3: You killed him. No. The poker was still in your hand. That's his blood on the poker that you were holding in your hand. I didn't kill him. Couldn't you have waited for his money? He was the kindest man I have. I was only his housekeeper, but... Couldn't you have waited? Please believe me. I loved Uncle Pete. i have never... You did it. I saw you. You killed him. Killed Don't him. Don't look at me like that. Go away. I could take that soft throat of yours and leave oh, Please. Oh, I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. She ran away, Peter. She may run, but your blood is on her hands, Peter. She'll come back. And when she does, we'll wait for her, won't we, Peter? We'll both
1: wait for her. <laughs> Yes, ma'am oh, the,
2: the phone, please
1: Phone booth over at the other
2: end Oh, thanks W H 7 3 2 7 8
0: Hello John? Yes, Who? Oh. This is Peg Oh, hello, Peg
2: John Uncle Pete. What about him? He's dead.
0: Wonderful. Now, you and I and Cousin Simon have a lot of money. Very wonderful. John, he... He... Hey, you stuttering with joy, Peg.
2: He was murdered. He was...
0: Oh, I see. Not so good.
2: I was in the house with him. Mr. Sorensen thinks I killed him.
0: Well, I admit the temptation may have been strong, but you really shouldn't have. You'd better get in touch with dear Simon... A
2: lawyer, are you? I didn't kill Uncle Pete, but the police might be. I, sh... I... haven't said a thing. Music. I've got... I've got... Hello. Hey. What can I do
0: for you, ma'am? A back
2: door. Is there a back door out? Ah,
0: uh, yeah. Leads to the alley. Over there. Thank you. Th- Thank
2: you. Oh, I didn't notice you. Oh, this is the apartment house where Simon Prentice lives, isn't it? Are
0: you going visiting at this house?
2: Yes, I've got... I'm his cousin. At two
0: o'clock in the morning.
2: I am his cousin. Now, will you please announce
0: me? Well, I could lose my job. Mr. Prentice is a very irritable man. I've got to see him. Simon won't mind if I do... Simon? Well, all right. His apartment is 6C. The elevator is over there.
2: Thank you. Oh. Simon, you've got to begin. Simon. The door. Open. I'd better go. Simon. The living room, maybe up. Oh, Simon, you're here. I thought you Why didn't
0: you answer the door? My dear, if, if I got out of this chair, I'd be dead before I walked two steps. What's the matter? Matter is a thin knife between my ribs. Oh, I'll... Don't touch it. But I have... Take it out and, and my life can pour out after it.
1: Oh,
2: Simon, we, we've got to do something. Yes,
0: I
1: have to die. And you... A
2: doctor. It's
1: too late. It's too late for... I do Simon, mean, what are you
2: saying? Try to tell me.
0: Street, street organ man. Yes. He he's the one. He's the well, he, 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 he.
2: Simon
1: Simon.
0: Sanctum, brought to you by Bromo Seltzer. Misery likes company. I don't know who first said it, but I wonder if he was a Bromo Seltzer user. He or she might have been thinking of how the misery of a headache may be found in the company of a stomach upset and a case of jangled nerves.
2: I just bet the person who thought out that phrase was a Bromo Seltzer user, Mr. Weiss. Gee, he must have known about Bromo Seltzer being the answer to the triple trouble of a headache.
0: I think so too, Ellen. You see, friends, a refreshing glass of speedy bromo seltzer helps relieve not only your headache itself, but the sick stomach and jittery nerves that may accompany an ordinary headache. That's the triple trouble bromo seltzer is so good
1: for.
2: Isn't this how the little rhyme the body goes, Mr. Weiss? Fight headache grief with three-way relief.
1: Now, let's see.
0: Where were we the last time Peg screamed? Oh, yes, up in Simon Prentice's apartment, discovering that Simon would never renew his lease. You see, he'd shortly be moving into a rather smaller place, approximately six feet long. Somebody had cut his requirements down with a long, thin knife in the back. And Peg, staring at his corpse, Heard. Whereupon being rather an active girl on this particular night, she grabbed the nearest exit and started down the street. But a cop at the corner suggested a detour into a handy lunchroom. Now, what'll it be, sister?
2: Oh, uh, could I have a sandwich? And a uh, coffee, please.
0: What kind of sandwich?
2: Any kind. I mean... Uh, how food.
0: about turkey? Yes, yes, of course. It's good. You want to hunk off this end? Yes, please. Coming up. Thank you. Yeah, there
1: you are. Now get your coffee. You. you. just heard Slim
0: Savoy pounding those ivories. There's Slim Savoy pounding those ivories. For just one moment, we've
1: got a special police flash here. Miss Margaret Flanders is wanted by the police. Oh, no. You're coughing, questioning miss. in connection with the murder of Simon
0: Prentiss, whose body was discovered shortly after midnight at 49 Oak Grove Avenue. Yeah, you know, that's right, near. Yes. Is husband. it?
1: Miss Flanders is 23,
0: chestnut hair, hazel eyes, about five 5'3". It sounds like we a good-looking babe. <laughs> it could almost be a description of you, sister. When last seen, she was wearing a tailored gray suit and gray hat. Ain't <laughs> uh, that funny you wearing
2: underneath. a gray suit, ain't
0: she? Look, so I just remembered. I have to go. Right now. Her Here. Here.
1: Hey. Her hey, Miss she,
0: ain't it. She was carrying a large leather handbag, black with a gold clasp. Isn't that the kind design. bag that babe? Boy, wouldn't that be a joke on me if that old was the babe the cops was after and I was too dumb to recognize her, huh? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe
1: I was too dumb. Where's that phone?
2: I got to go home.
3: I knew you'd come back. i got to rest. I've got to sleep, please, Mrs. Sorensen. You've come back because his blood called you back. No. Then why are you here? The police are after me. There are police here. But
2: at the front, I sneaked in through the back door, the one that no one knows about, the one we used as children, the Alabador door, we called it. Ah. Huh. And it isn't only the police. No. No. The murderer is after me, too. I know it. Who is? I don't know his name. I don't even know what he looks like, but... This doesn't sound very convincing. It does. He killed cousin Simon too. It. No, won't
3: you let me sleep here without telling anybody? Come. Oh, thank you. I'll be so Please, Jim, come with me. We'll go here. Oh, but this is this is the room. Get I, here. I, I, all right. He Come here. No. Come here. I,
1: I... Don't touch me.
3: They left him here for the night. They covered him so that his wounds wouldn't freak out. What are you going to... Oh, no, Dawn. You've seen him before. Don't.
1: There.
3: <sighs> you can see him better now. His head.
2: His face, I can't. You must. It's not go like of my arms. Don't, you're hurting me. Look
3: at him. Uh, I am anymore. Oh, I loved him too, Mrs. Thurston. You wanted a place to rest? To sleep tonight? Oh, yes, I did. I do. All right, you have one. Yes? In this room? In this room. In this room. With him. He'll not molest you. No, I couldn't. You must. No, I'm going. Let me go. No, I can't stay here. I'm stronger than you. (laughs) Shall I hit you again? (laughs) You stay here
1: tonight.
3: When I was a child, my mother told me of a way they caught murderers years ago in the old country. They locked them in a room with the corpse of the one they had killed. Oh, no. And they left them there for 12 hours. 12 hours. And they opened the room and went inside and looked at the corpse. Oh, that's just an old wise chance. And guilt. if the wounds of the corpse had bled, then the person in the room was guilty and had to die. Oh, but
1: you can't believe that.
3: You're young. You're pretty. A jury might let you off with a few years in
1: prison.
3: I was sure you had murdered Mr. Peter. I'd strangled you myself. But I'm not sure. Not entirely. So I have to be sure. No, you can't tell that, Blake. I believe in the Blake. old. I believe in the old. I shall be able to tell. Good night. No, well, you mustn't lock me yet. I in. shall. And while you're within this day, pray. <laughs> pray with him, you lun- Pray. Pray that that tired, pray that that not begin to flow again. This is all
1: is all
2: they down the hall to the front door and I... Something. On the floor. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you lying there? Why are you lying Wet. Your body's wet. Light. I've got a light. Light. I've got a light. There... Right, Mrs. Corrin, and I have to see? Blood. Blood. Blood on my hands, Mrs. Corrin.
1: But it's not Uncle Steve's blood. It's your blood, Mrs. Corrin. Your blood!
2: I'm frightened. I'm afraid I'm going crazy. I'm at home. Oh, please come over, John. Yes, there are police, but I use the back door the Alibaba door. I... Mrs. Sorensen. Oh, no, John. No, she won't do anything. She said. I found Organ. He's coming here. I must... Yes, that man. Come. Come in. No! I've got to get him inside the room. Liz. Liz. Close the door. John, <laughs> hurry! Hey, it's John. John. Oh, John, it's so good to see you, John. Easy, oh, easy, it's been Betty. so long waiting. Oh,
0: good Lord, who's that?
2: The organ grinder.
0: Oh, I can see he's carrying one, but... When I
2: found Uncle Pete's body, he was playing outside. And outside of Simon's apartment, too... He's been following me all night, Johnny caught up with me. But I broke the lamp
0: over his head. Good heavens, you may have killed him. Oh, no. John,
2: take me away from you. No, he's the killer. John, to... I can't stay here any longer. Please take me away. Please take me all away. All right,
0: Lonnie, all right. And better straighten your things. Those look like they've been slept in. They
2: were. Never mind that. Just take
0: now, me come
2: away. Come on, come on. Oh, and John, the back way. I don't want the police.
0: Well, all right sneak out, but you can't go on hiding forever.
2: I know, I know that, John, but I've got to rest for a little while. I've got to rest. Then you can take me to the police. I'll tell them everything.
1: But first, John, I've got to rest. Rest.
0: I didn't want to disturb you. You needed the rest. Uh-huh. Well, i better pull off the highway. Now, Peg,
1: uh-huh.
0: you'll have to give yourself up to the police.
2: Mm-hmm. But will they believe me? Well, of course they will. Well, I'm not so sure. I found Uncle Pete's body. I was with Simon when he died. They'll say I have a motive. I inherit a third of Uncle Pete's money. Well,
0: for that matter, so do I. Morty doesn't Allison, Peg, however tough the case may look, you'll have to go back and face the music. Which reminds me, we know who killed Uncle Pete and Simon. I guess we do. But... You and I can both describe him. We saw him. I can both describe him. We saw him back at the house. Now, once you give the police that deed, our murderous friend will stop killing people to the tune of Love's old sweet song. Oh. What's the matter, Peg?
2: How did you how did you know he
0: played that song? For heaven's sake, Peggy, stop being so imaginary. You don't think I'm the organ grinder, do you? I
2: know
0: you're not. Well, then, then the organ grinder wasn't a murderer. You were. You're a fool, Peggy. Could have kept your mouth up. A jury might have given you life with the evidence I built up That would have been all right with me. Your inheritance would have been voided, and I'd have got it all as I planned, and I still will get my life. I put in your hand when you painted. I killed that snooky housekeeper. What? I'm not the jury.
1: Oh, John. Let's
0: not be sentimental. Since you know I disposed of dear Uncle Pete and dear cousin Simon. Not to mention Mr. Sauson. What else can I do? Oh that... no, you wouldn't. Oh. But I would. No one knows I've put you up at the house. As you remember, not only did we both sneak out the back way, the Alan way, but. I sneaked in the back way. No, no, I need no, the money, my no. No. dear,
2: Get your hands off my throat,
0: John. You're hurting I wish you not struggle. Uh, only that's it
1: long <gasps> more painful. Yes. Don't. 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 Better. Don't. Better. Don't. I need only more.
0: Well, in a manner of speaking, actually, I'm a detective. I was hired because your uncle was afraid he might be murdered, as he was. He hired me too late. John already had laid his plans and was putting them into operation before I barely got started. Before I barely got started. And
2: I... And I... I didn't
0: help, did I? I didn't help, did I? Well, a while back there, when you found me with that lamp, I thought it worked out all right. We needed the proof against John, and, well, we got it.
2: All the time I was trying to run away from you, I was really running towards death.
0: You could say it that way. Death, alias Cousin John. Son, not an alias for him. Not anymore. Uh-huh. John certainly was a card, wasn't he? Well, at least he had a very good poker hand. As does Pete. Which reminds me, that question I want to ask Cousin John before they posse him in that safest of all safe deposit vaults, the cemetery. Oh, the question? Well, if you remember, Uncle Pete was in a room whose windows were locked and shuttered, and whose door. Was How's Cousin John in? Oh, sure. I can think of a few explanations. There was a secret passageway, or John was already hiding in the room when Uncle Pete locked himself in. But... Just suppose the answer might be Cousin John just walked through the door.
1: Through the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: say this.
2: I'd give a million dollars if I could do something about this headache.
0: Maybe you've said it yourself. Well, next time you're thinking of mortgaging the family heirlooms in the hope of easing an ordinary headache, remember there's an economical way to get headache relief, an economical way to get headache relief, an economical way to get headache relief. You see, here's the reason. Oh, I should say the reason. is so economical.
2: Just a teaspoonful of bromo seltzer in a glass of water is all it takes to prepare a refreshing headache health. And also... Bromo seltzer doesn't do just one job. It does three.
0: Three important jobs and does them fast. Bromo seltzer helps relieve your headache and also helps relieve your jittery nerves and your upset stomach. And as you know, upset stomach and jitters may go with a headache. So friends, take this economical split-second effervescent next time a headache sneaks up on you. Caution is only as directed. If headaches persist or recur, see your doctor. Remember, for effective, economical relief... John's inner sanctum mystery novel is Widowmaker by Michael Blank. Now it's time to close the squeaking door until next week at this same time. When Bromo Seltzer brings you another inner sanctum mystery, directed by Hyman Brown. Next week, now some people can take their dreams or leave them, but John Lane is stuck with John Lane is stuck with it because he dreams about a knife, a sharp knife. Then some other people get stuck with it. Some other people get stuck with the same knife. And a well-done mummy turns up in a line. Mummy turns up in a line. Stone pit and another. Pit and another. Does all this begin to sound like a nightmare? The elf. The elf. The elf. That's as it should be. Because the name of next week's in mystery is Nightmare. You'll be sure to listen, won't you? Until next Monday, then. Until next Monday, then. Good night. Good night. Night. Pleasant. dreams. <laughs> this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.